The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Back in the building! And we're smoking finally, oh man! Thanks for bearing with me, guys, during this this time that I was sick. Super annoying. Bogart Scott Free in the Matrix, but I'm sure he'll be in here soon. Shout out to Minnesota Marty. What up, bro? Let's see. Who else we got in the building? Shout out to Dennis. What up? Shout out to Derek. What up, homie? He said, salute Huss and Bogey. Hey, Juggernaut. What's up? What's going on? Still got a little bit of a cough, but nowhere near what it was the last couple days. I can at least smoke some bowls and take a dab or two now, finally. Oh, and there you go. Just like the wizard he is, Bogart Scott Free in the building. All right, let's jump into the news. So we we got some some funny things to talk about, but before we get into some of the funny stuff, got to talk about DeAndre Hopkins. That's like the real big news of the day because he violated his contract apparently with the the PED suspension. Now he doesn't have a no trade clause. And one of the pieces of news that I saw is that the Titans would be the most likely landing spot for him. Hate it. Oh. <laughs> uh. I know you could get a lot, but I don't get how the Titans are the the likely spot. I mean, I guess, you know, they're accustomed to trading for veteran receivers. I mean, this would be the second year in a row they did that. Last year they traded for Robert Woods. It's almost like you got to get some get back from fucking up on giving up A.J. Brown. I don't know. I mean, they didn't want to pay him. And then here comes DeAndre Hopkins. Who's going to be getting paid more, right, than A.J.? Right now, nah, AJ would AJ's one of the high. He's high. He's more paid than okay. Than Nuke. It's just that Nuke Nuke's got nineteen. 
See, you know, and that's interesting too, is like, because if, you know, there, he's already on the books, I'm sure. Right? Or do we have to wait till March? No, th- there's something that's like within this week or there's something where all the guaranteed money for all these yeah. contracts is about to kick in. Like it's either this week or next week, but it's so very soon. It is. It's pretty smart then. And you know, the GM, the new GM in Tennessee, he, he's from the Niners. He's probably very aware of Nuke because we were in the DeAndre Hopkins trade sweepstakes when he got traded. We were in the talks also. So, you know what I mean? This could be like, this guy, all right, now it's his chance to get his hands on Nuke. Right. And, I mean, for Tennessee, they I have no idea what they're trying to do here. You know what I mean? You got Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, and perhaps DeAndre Hopkins. You got Ryan Tannehill, but all you guys want to do is run the ball. So, you know, I really have no idea what they're trying to do there. And they definitely yeah. got to win now all the pieces they have. You know what I mean? And I think Vrabel is on a Ah, buggy in the matrix, but yeah, I agree. That's what I was about to say is that, uh, that, I mean, they better go all in this year because how many more years do they have with Henry? How many more years do they have with Rabel? How many more years do they have with, you know, a lot of these defensive players that, that they got gone, but yeah, they better make a move like right now to go all in. I don't know if Deandre Hopkins is the only move that like gets them, you know, to the AFC championship or anything though feel like they're going to need a lot more help than just him. Hey, shout out to Yakumania. He says, shout out to the homies. Much love, 420 crew. You demand, Yakumania. Thanks for popping in. Shout out to Yuku. Now, not necessarily funny news, but I think one thing that I want to start doing here throughout the week is bring up some Aaron Rodgers, Pat McAfee, you know, clips. Because Aaron Rodgers, like... He gets to report his own news. Like that's some of like the dopest shit, you know, and he he calls out Ian Rappaport in this clip that I got to wait for Bogey to come back out. I'm not sure if he actually saw this or not, but yeah, I want to start getting some Aaron Rodgers, Pat McAfee clips. Cause I mean, it's a cool day and age that we live where there's a show like Pat McAfee, where, you know, Aaron Rodgers is just a regular on there every week. And McAfee was even talking. He thanked him a lot. Cause he was like, even when there was a bunch of bullshit, you know, going on. And I don't remember exactly how he said it, but even when his name's being drugged through the mud in a lot of different areas, he still came on and kept it real and gave whatever real story was going on. So check out this clip. He, he pretty much calls out, you know, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I saw this shit. Is the- this for three yet? What? Oh, and yesterday. What? Nope. This thing has been planned for about four months and it was always the same date. Always the end of this week. Oh. So anybody with knowledge to the opposite of that, it's fake news. Whoa. So let me just reiterate one more time. Suck it, Rob. There's an inner circle, right? And in my inner circle, nobody talks to Ian Rappaport, to Adam Schefter, or to any of those people. Okay? So if you're one of those people who's talking to those people, it's a great reminder for you. You're not in the inner circle. Oh, damn. That was a hanging on somebody there. Yeah. And if anybody else is out there saying stuff. Fucking hilarious. Just making sure to put everybody on blast. Anytime you hear any of these guys saying anything about Rogers, it's probably not true. Cause they were fucking up his whole timeline and all that saying that, Oh, he's going to make his decision about the jets or some shit. Cause he's going to be going 
you know, on this little retreat or whatever. You know, she was one of the real, real quick. Hold on, and one of the one, the last quote that I heard was, "I'll make this decision like I make all my decisions, tripping balls, <laughs> with a witch doctor in the jungles of Peru." <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, yeah, because he got that's next on his little schedule. Yeah, it's supposed you know to. It's mean? this week, this week that it's happening at the end of this week. Yeah, no, but I'm saying that's the next on his schedule after the dark retreat. Oh, after the darkness. Okay, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll head out to a goddamn. You know, the Peru or wherever he heads out to. Yeah. And shout out to Titans for Life. What up, bro? What up? <laughs> and Yakumania said he's going to talk to God again. I mean, shit. I mean, he's going to be talking to a lot of people being alone, you know, in that, in the darkness for four days. Like, that that's just kind of wild. You know, for anybody who likes Joe Rogan, you mm. know, Joe Rogan was a motherfucker nobody liked before. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck yeah. He was a fucking <laughs> dickhead, straight edger. Like, he would be the friend that would be like, hey, you know Bogart? Man, he drinks entirely too much, right? I mean, come on. I mean, it's Tuesday. I mean, what's, come on. Then he'll <laughs> see him, then he'll see me, and then buy me a drink. Hey, Bogart, let me buy you a drink. See what I'm saying, man? Can't <laughs> resist it, dude. Fucking drunk. You know what I mean? Like, Grogan was the most judgmental, <laughs> uptight, Piece of shit. He started smoking weed, doing psychedelics. It was a wrap. Life-changing. Yeah, he figured out what kind of a fucking piece of shit he was. I feel like that was Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody... He was a hell of chip on his shoulder. I mean, just imagine that, you know, I mean, the guys who's, I mean, supposed to be maybe a top five, top 10 pick. Goes then he got to sit behind <laughs> one of the greatest. For ye- how many years? Four <laughs> years, right? Some shit. Yeah. Some- <laughs> Fuck. How about this, bro? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, he's a real Sagittarius. Cause tell me he couldn't wait. Right when you get on the podcast, he start hold on, let me air these motherfuckers the fuck out. This is within the this clip started within the first 60 seconds yeah, of yeah, when he right, came on. Right when he introed. <laughs> he intros fucking uh back to back COVID camp and survivor and blah, 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 four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers. He comes in, hold on, man, fuck Schefter. <laughs> hey, tell me that's not some Sagittarius shit, bro. Because you know he's been listening to that shit. Like, oh, how come these guys are saying you know some shit's gonna happen and everyone's blowing him up, probably annoying the fuck out of him. And he's like, that shit's not fucking real. Yeah, because he even says it like throughout there. He's like, <laughs> he was like, you guys do what you want with everybody else, but he was like, at least and he's talking to like the fans. But he's like, at least with me, he was like, use proper judgment. Go off the facts that I've given or ones that you know are 100% factionable. Yeah, exactly. Question everything. Here's another thing. He fucked around and might have answered certain questions like, hey, so, you know, this is when he was playing golf and in that tournament that he won. They're like, hey, so how do you feel about, you know, if you were to go to the Jets or the Raiders, what would you prefer? I would prefer to go to the Raiders. Aaron Rodgers. Going to the Raiders. (laughs) If he had to choose a where he would go, preferred with the Raiders. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, this is why I don't like Scheffner, bro. And they just said it. I mean, he said it the best. You can either be first or you could be right. He said a lot of times it's not happening both ways and people just want to be first. And, you know, you know, this is why I like Ian Rappaport because Ian Rappaport, he'll know some shit. And then he'll ask the permission. And if they say no, he won't pull a Scheffner. You know what I mean? That's good. 
You gotta have some integrity. I mean, shit, like, why would people talk to you? Yeah, why would they let you, if there's someone's knocking at the door, who is it? Oh, Ah, bogey in the matrix. Titan said, would Rogers have even been that good without sitting behind Favre? I don't, he didn't need to sit for four years. How about that? Cause I mean, I'm always of the mindset that these rookie QBs should sit for at least a year unless they're like literally set up to like win right away. Like you got a great offensive line, you know, stuff like that. So did Rogers need to sit behind Favre for four years? Hell no. And then this was just another funny ass clip from the Pat McAfee show. So I thought I'd share it with you guys because they start talking about Shark Week and Pat McAfee, because he's white, he just gets to say some shit that that all of us are thinking, but it's just hilarious when he says it. Here we go. Outside of it. That's fat. Have you ever skydived or anything like that? No, I'd like to. I really would. I did Shark Week. Uh, a few years ago, white male with Makes a, sense. a really big blue shark. It was like an 11-foot blue shark, and I actually touched it on its nose. Is it one of those, like, drugged-up ones, or is this out in the middle of the ocean? No, this was a wild Xanax. one. This was definitely a wild one. Don't they, what do they do? They feed them a bunch of food beforehand, get yeah. them all, like, Thanksgiving dinner. Get them all doped up, yeah. They're, yeah. All, they're zombies. Thanksgiving there. dinner. And then you go, oh, look at me, I'm all riding a shark. And then it's, like, obviously a white person because it's Shark Week. Every 30 minutes, new group of white people hopping into shark-infested waters. We're watching, hoping one of them gets attacked. Mm. Inevitably, they don't. And then we move on to next Shark Week, right? That's what Shark Week is? Bingo. I think so. I think so. It was always on during training camp. It was always on during training camp, and I don't sleep well, let alone when I'm in, like, a dorm room. So I was watching just, like, four hours straight every night of Shark Week, and it was like, here we go. These are the guys that are going to die. I think this is the guy. These are the guys that are going to go out there. That's awesome. You're afraid of sharks? Never happens, though. Never happens. Matt, Poopy's, make- Poopy's got bit. Poopy's got a bad hand. That's true. If you saw that or not. Go ahead, AJ. Hey, quick question here. Speaking of fear, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Pat McAfee. I mean, we know guys like Cat Williams has talked about this before. And like, what was it? The, what the hell was he? The alligator wrestler? I can't remember. The crocodile hunter. There we go. The crocodile hunter. <laughs> Crazy motherfuckers, man. And you know why you don't see a lot of minorities, you know, doing shit like that? Way too many ways to die in the hood already. Like to go on a fucking mission to go like potentially die. Somewhere you know, in the middle of the ocean. What's crazy about sharks is like that. I think their vision, they see like electric sideways, like, right? Uh-huh. Like sideways, right? Like they could see like, like their peripherals are just like way crazier no, no, no. than like. Okay, let me rephrase that. Their sensory perception to, is what they use to see, and like they and they could see electromagnetic pulses, breath. So, like, okay. your heartbeat, for example. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you start yeah. panicking... Yeah, that's going to light up, huh? Then they go attack you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I could imagine for the tra- the trained veteran shark diving psychopaths... <laughs> you're still fucking... You're calm. And you're calm. You're beating like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you catch a motherfucker from the hood, like <laughs> I or you... <laughs> Yo, we are not... Man... <laughs> Our exposure is from the movie Jaws, bro. I didn't see Jaws, bro. I'm panicking. I'm not fucking with Deep Blue Sea, man. Like, that, that shit's just not... I'm not fucking with it. Bro, they got smarter swimming backwards? What? <laughs> what up, Chaotic? Up. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck all Red that. Shit. And Titan said, I love the McAfee show now that he isn't on the Colts. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
I bet. I bet. McAfee is the before I even knew McAfee existed doing this shit. I started my podcast. That's I remember this how I found it. Because I was just trying to find motherfuckers that are weed enthusiasts that fuck with sports shit. And he was yeah. the number one guy, bro. Now, the first one I had saw was that fucking Marshawn Lynch shit. Damn. And Chaotic said, I love sharks. Best diving in Belize. Oh, man. Belize. Yeah. Hey, look at this. Look at this. Belize. Isn't that like one of the only English-speaking South American countries? Good question. That's a good trivia question right there. Let yeah. us know, Chaotic. Cause I'm trying to go to Belize, bruh. Yeah, Derek said he ain't fucking with no sharks. <laughs> hey, li- listen, the San Jose Sharks, bruh, that's our hockey team. That's <laughs> close as, as close as again. I'll get to a shark, bruh. Hey, we had opportunity to swim with the sharks in Hawaii. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I don't hey, even know about swimming thing. with dolphins. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, they still dolphins got teeth. Will, <laughs> dolphins will rape a motherfucker, bruh. <laughs> a dolphin yeah. be horny than a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm about to fuck this human right here. Titan said, I must not be a certified white guy because I ain't getting in no water where I can't see the bottom. I know, right? It's kind of scary to think like how like we, I mean, we don't even know how like the depths of like some of the sea and some of the world, like I mean, how far down it goes or what kind of creatures are down there. I mean, they know exactly how deep it goes because we got like, you know, a laser radar measurements type of shit, but like, but you can't. We can't get down there because the pressure, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, they literally got to build something to be able to get all the way down there. Chaotic said, I want to cage dive in Guadalupe. Oh, man. And see, even like if you, even when you go like scuba diving, bro, you know what I mean? Just the human body can only take so much pressure. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, we start to build, uh, 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 what is it? Nitro? Nitrous? Uh, what's the shit? Carbon start, dioxide? No, ni- nitrous? Oxide? Is that what it is? You yeah, start building that oxide. shit in your blood. Oh, that shit. So, okay. you have, so you have to decompress. You know what I mean? Crazy. So you can't go up to the surface hella fast, bro. You'll... Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. 
Derek said Brady's the goat. <laughs> yeah, you guys get ready tomorrow. We're gonna it's gonna be in the second half of FNT. I invited one of the guys on one of the guys on Facebook, not someone who was talking shit, but there's a whole bunch of uh, Brady debates, as you guys saw, and invited him. He was one of the guys not talking shit to me. <laughs> but he's like, I'd love to come debate you. <laughs> and he said he's like been home home from work or something for like the week. We should so. just call it the master debaters, bro. Yeah. And I think that kind of doing like, it. You, know, you could be like, all right, debate. You know what, I mean? what I'd like to do, I'd like to make this a Friday FNT thing. doesn't have to be someone new all the time. It could be me and you, but just we're like literally we're debating one or two the topics. The week's worth or even just stuff from the week. Yeah. Yeah. And, but literally, not, I mean, not like we were doing debate fashion before, but literally going back. You get 30 seconds, you get a minute, whatever the hell we decide. You know, but you get that long to make your point and then they'll have people kind of vote on it. And I think that this is the best way to get the steam when we actually do make the debate show its own show. Oh, there we go. Dan, Dan's in the building right now. He said, I'm that guy. There we go. We'll see you tomorrow, bro. We'll see you okay, tomorrow. Okay, Dan, the man. Yeah, and okay. he said, you're damn right. I'll be there. There we go. <laughs> yeah, what was, y'all, what was y'all arguing about? I mean, debating. Well, so the big debate, I mean, anytime I can, you know, during the off season, I like to bring up the Brady stuff just because there's, because of the school of thought of that, nobody comes close to Brady, like at all, like Brady's in like his own planet and like everybody else is just like literally like mere specks away. I don't like how people, I don't like how people's calling Brady like better than Joe Montana. Like it's a real thing when you lose. Like yeah. LeBron, no one's gonna say LeBron's better than Jordan unless you're a fucking unless you grew up with LeBron. Just like most of these youngs, I remember a time before Brady. Most of these youngsters don't. You know what I mean? Well, like, not I don't know how old. And luckily, how... Dan said he's old enough to remember watching Montana, so he's not a youngster. Yeah, okay. See, I like Dan. See, shout out yeah. to Dan because at least those motherfuckers will have an educated argument to have. You feel me? Like right. most of these motherfuckers, they just want to troll and argue. Like no, like you know what I mean? Like little kid shit. And most of them, they don't, they ain't seen enough football to know, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's seven rings or nothing, you know? And I even told them, I was like, if that's your only argument, people, you better not even show up. I say Eminem's the greatest because he sold the most. Right, right. He's Eminem. not the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> My son, I love Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> He's the hold on, Eminem's are the best. <laughs> They'll be talking trash about Eminem's. <laughs> but I mean, really what it is, I mean, what, I mean, I've said this before and I'll say it again, is living in the here and now. I mean, that's, you know, he's the best we're seeing, like, right this second, you know, and, you know, it just, it is what it is, but I've got a couple items in the tank that I'm ready to, you know, combat this, because really, it's hard, everyone says that Brady's the GOAT, so I'm just trying to debunk it any way that I can, because literally even Montana says he's the GOAT. But it's because we're living in this fucking PC world. But where... see, here's the thing, though. <laughs> Montana is a true champion. He yeah. won't come on that motherfucker talking about, well, I didn't lose any. You know what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and exactly. Jordan would. Yeah. Jordan would. He'd be like, fuck that shit. Yeah, you lost the big one. I ain't never felt that because I don't lose. Jordan will drop a documentary that he's been holding on for 20 years just when you think you're starting to do good just to remind everybody listen I ain't never lost when I got there I ain't never lost 
<laughs> Matter of fact, the mob made me go away for three years so y'all can have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> then I came back, ran that shit again, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ran to death, bitch. <laughs> and Derek said, just stir in the pot. You're all good, homie. Shout out to Derek in the, from the islands. We got both Derek's in the house. What up? Yeah, shout out to both Derek. Look at and when I was in the islands, that was when they was like, hey, you want to go? Listen, I swam with the turtles. That was for show. I was like, oh, I'm going to go snorkeling and with the turtles for damn show. I, was I definitely wouldn't, man. Snapping turtles? Like, fuck. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I know they're not. I mean, yeah. I know they're not, but I mean, shit. That's where my mind goes right and away. That undercurrent. They be riding the undercurrent. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like, like Buddy from, like, Crush. Whatever the fuck. I was thinking of Nemo. I couldn't even remember. Yeah, Crush. That, that, oh, okay. Crush I don't remember the names, but yeah. Righteous, righteous. <laughs> How come the turtle's a stoner? One thing I do remember, the turtle was the big stoner. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And all right, Dan, he said, I'll see you tomorrow. He said, I'll be the Dewey Decimal System in the house. I like it, bro. I like it. So, you know, so his argument is Brady is the go. Yeah. He's a Patriots fan. I can't remember if he lives in Boston, but I do remember he's a Patriots fan. Yeah, so if he remember, if he watched Montana, he probably watched the Bears crush the Patriots in '85. <laughs> 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 I was only one. I mean, how many times did the Patriots lose it before the 2000s? Like two or three? I can't remember. So one was to the Giants, right? They lost in '95, right? Was that '95 or '96? I could, I could not remember. Oh, to Green Bay, right? Yeah, '96. Yeah, '96. Yeah, the 96 season, 97 Super Bowl, right? Hold on. Can't remember. It's one of those, but yeah. I'm going to be wrong about Oh, yeah, because then it goes Broncos twice, then the Rams. Right. Yeah. Chaotic said, I have no memory of football without Brady. I mean, really, it's been, I mean, the NFL network for me. I mean, because, I mean, I remember the Chargers getting their ass whooped against the 49ers, but I don't have, like, a super recollection of, like, until the 2000s came around where I could really remember a bunch, but that's when I got into high school and, you know, just watching football a little bit more. And right after high school, pretty much smoking weed and watching sports center a lot of the day. Uh, only having one TV in the house, like for most of my life, like it probably till like I was in like mama, maybe fifth grade. Oh yeah, now my son. One no, we trip. got one up here. We got one downstairs. <laughs> I know son, because I came from a household that only had but one TV. <laughs> this is like in Back to the Future, right? Ah, uh, he's teasing you. Nobody has two television sets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, oh yeah, because they was wheeling it in, huh? They wheeled it in. Whoa, look at it go. Because he had to like fix it. They couldn't fucking, had to yeah. fix the antenna or some shit. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. It's so funny because I still remember like antenna TV. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, we didn't have it for too long. But before my so parents, was, when we didn't have cable, that's what it was. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? Like, yeah. Just whatever. I mean, you're going to get channel two. You're going to get all the major networks. Literally. Yeah. You get like the first like 10 channels or something. Or yeah. Whatever. Which was, which is awesome because it's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they better give us those motherfuckers. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you got Fox, you got USA. I think WB well, we or whatever. What's the USA? So USA was always cable. Okay. Guess yeah. I Did it start with ESPN? I couldn't, I can't no. remember what the, but it was only like a handful of channels. For me, was, ESPN was, was number US three and USA was number two. So everything always started with that. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about like just the regular, like, you know, they, back in the day, they had the A and B side. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. And all the A stuff was normal stuff that you would get without cable. You know what I right. mean? Right. But it would be crispy clear because it's fed through a cable. Right. Versus, like, <laughs> the, like, how about this? That's what I was. 
it was such a big deal when SmackDown got on a UPN because now here's Vince McMahon like, you know, we got to cater to a broker audience. Give us home for free. UPN, Because that was like, universally, that was like 44 in California. So it was like 44 or channel or t- TV, tw- I mean, uh, channel 12. It was 13 here in 13, well, thir- yeah, 13 12, 13 to 14 is what it, it's, yeah, weird, right? And then WB, another one of those ones that was like a free, ch- a free channel. Yep. You know what I mean? The WWB. Yep. They had a real surgence in the 90s because they had a bunch of series that were fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, but fucking, <laughs> I've heard my uncle, he had the satellite joint. Oh, yeah, I you're, I mean. Trip, watching all the football games, like, wow. Because, you know what I mean? You would only be able to watch what was local. And now, going back to my point, we had one TV. So, like, I always watched football because my dad was watching it, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that yeah. shit was dope, man. Because yeah. We, fools would come over and watch football, too, you know what I mean? Well, so, yeah, like, I mean, I even think of like, I mean, 2008, you know, 2005, six, eight and shit like that. I mean, I would go over to my friend's houses who were having like the charger parties, you know, just because their dad was always making wings or some shit. And yeah, uh, hell yeah. usually had some tree for them, you know, as well. And but yeah, I mean, that's I mean, for a lot of years, it was like that almost every, damn near every Sunday. I mean, people are doing stuff for football and got your spot that you're going to. I mean, it also helped that, like, we were a Niner family, and we were good. So, it was like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I got into football the year that the Chargers were the shit, you know, 94. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the first year I really remember, like, watching football, like, a lot. Damn, I can't remember a name on that Chargers team. Who's the QB? Was it Stan Humphreys? Damn, I'm trying to think of the running back. I don't know why. It's, like, on the tip of my fucking tongue, and I keep thinking N. It was, uh, fuck. I gotta look it up because now it's just bugging me. Yeah, but let's see. Natron, it was something with the end. Just couldn't remember. I, just, <laughs> I remember watching that Super Bowl though. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. We were both on the like. You probably became like a 49er fan for life. Like no matter what, there I became like di- very distant. Like <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna stick with this Charger thing forever. It's funny right? because where I grew up. In the east side, like, in the east side of San Jose, there's another part. Like, you go up towards the hills, is the Evergreen Hills, and you have the fucking country clubs and whatnot. Right. Steve Young lived up in that motherfucker. And I probably sound like a broken record because I brought this up a dozen times, but, like, we used to run into him at the grocery store, bro. Yeah. Because he wild. would have to come down into the flats. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, they didn't have, but now they do. They have, like, whole plazas up there. But before, Different. You had to come, yeah, you had to come down. And like, or we would see him in the bank. Like there, there was a branch, like a Bank of America in the bank. Catching a big one today? You would just see him <laughs> in line like a regular dude. Like fucking see my mom be like, oh, I got Steve And I'd be like, oh. I, like, I would always try to talk to him and shit. He didn't want to pay the extra for direct deposit back then. I mean, that was probably my, might have been when it was a paid service to do it back then. <laughs> he wanted his in cash out. He was like, listen. <laughs> Make mine out in all five dollar bills. No, he's like what he's like the in big member fucking Tom Hanks going in. Okay, we'll take six and fives and we'll take ten one hundred dollar bills and then we'll take like eighty seven ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, and then also too, what's his name, bro? Was like he had the Mervin's gig. 
remember Mervin's? Yeah, that was like the uh, the ghetto Nordstrom's. It was like the ghetto Macy's. Okay. Because Macy's is like the ghetto Nordstrom's. You know? Yeah. Mervin's is definitely a few steps lower than Nordstrom's on like the yeah, the and then it's like the clothes short. Story. I, what about Fred Myers? Fred, <laughs> I buy from I went to Fred Not Myers Fred one Myers. time. I went to Fred Myers one time because it was in Oregon, and I'd already listened to Mac Dre. Like yeah. at that point, I was just laughing the whole time I was walking around. What? <laughs> I was like, I would refuse to shop there. You no, know, it's literally like Nordstrom's. Like I swear, like it's like the exact same thing, but it like I don't know. Maybe the prices it's, are a tiny bit cheaper. No, it's probably like a Ross, but okay. for upscale shit. Uh huh. You know what I mean? The, you know the nah, Ross. Nah, it's not. No. I mean no. the one that I went to, anyways. Like it literally, like it felt like Nordstrom's. Like I mean, maybe it's because it was Oregon, and maybe you know, just different there compared to ones in Cali. But that's just what I remember, at least that it was. Uh, yeah, it definitely wasn't a Ross. Nordstrom was always that one, bro. You bought, you, you bump one in Nordstrom. You know what I'm saying? Because they know. You, hey, Nordstrom, you gotta have some. You gotta have some paper, bro. You can't be in there broke. You know what I mean? Tino said y'all didn't have the black box for cable. Well, you had that I like at one point. Yeah, you had to like have cable though, right? That just like mm-hmm. unlocked uh, unlocked all the paper. Well, everybody mm-hmm. normally people. I mean, in the if your house was built in the eighties, you had the cable thing. You know what I mean? Like already, right. so you just you needed to plug your shit into it. You know what I mean? Speaking of plugging, shout out to the finally crew and Ellis Greens, or well, shout out to the finally strain and Ellis Greens for sponsoring. Yeah, shout out to Kev and everybody, man. Yeah, hey, hey, Devo in the house throwing in a super chat. You the man, bro. And let me let me see. We already already talked about this, and uh, I feel like every day that goes by without showing the new jersey. That we're gonna do is probably like a day, you know, wasted. So uh, let me show you the the next jersey that we're gonna do here. I buy from Nordstrom's, not Fred Myers. <laughs> I do a lot of weed. Love my supply. Hey. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna keep it lit. I got multiple signed Ricky Williams joints. And this one, check this out. We got oh, this is going down 420. We got the college joint. And look, it's got all the signs. And then at the bottom, <laughs> like it's got all his records on there, but at the bottom, smoke weed every day. <laughs> nice. Love it. Smoke weed every day. All right. So yeah, we're probably going to do this one a little bit before 420. I think this one's going to be kind of like in the middle or end of March. So people are going to have a little bit to be able to get in the entries. But this fire-ass jersey that I was super excited to be able to get. And always got the, you know, certificate of authenticities. So everything is legit. Hey, shout out to Clock. Shout out to Clock, because you know what I'm saying? Clock, he had an addiction to like just acquiring like autographed jerseys. So he had like hella shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. He, he threw a Super Bowl party at his house and he had never really had his coworkers there. You know what I mean? Like at his okay. uh-huh. so, Like, you know, he got some of his guys there. One of his dudes, a big Eagles fan. So he just, you know, he's like, hey, look at this. Look at this. What I got for you. Boom. Miles Sanders signed jersey. Yeah, you can have it, man. <laughs> 
dude's hella pumped about it. And he's like, oh man, he's like, you've been saying that you had all these jerseys in your podcast and blah, blah, blah. And like, but they just thought he was full of shit or something. You know what I mean? And then the other guy, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm a Falcons fan, man. You got anything for me? And the dude's like, clock's like, oh shit. He's like, I know I got something. So he starts looking and then boom, sign Michael Vick. That's fucking sick. <laughs> and the dude, he was like, the dude was fucking mind blown. He was like, oh my God, I can have this. He's like, yeah, man. That's fucking and I'm like, damn, I'm like, and you know, I'm like, you know, he was just, he had a, the process down at one point where like, you know, he knew when timing he, and all that. Yeah, like he knew when the fucking, yeah, the timing. So he has that was shit, bro. Yeah, because I mean, I've almost, I mean, we bought the Michael Vick signed football. But I bet, I mean, he just got so much shit. Like, really, that's what it is. You know, like, I mean, for some of these guys, they have a certain amount of trips or whatever planned for the year that they're going to do. And they have a certain amount of money that they know that they're going to make from these trips literally just to sign. I mean, yeah. Ricky said he makes like 50 or 60 grand a year. Who knows how many fucking, you know, trips he has to actually make to even make that. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> if I can just get famous somehow and we can live off the signing shit, bro. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking sign fucking just random shit here. I got this signed Samsung remote. Signed <laughs> by Bogart Scott Free. So we got off the rails, so let's bring it back to Rogers. And so if the Raiders, it would take the Raiders a first, a third, and a fifth round pick to trade for Rogers is a is I mean, not what's on the table, but I guess that's kind of the value of what they're looking for. Which that doesn't seem crazy at all because we heard multiple first round picks earlier. Yeah, and then it's like it's who makes the better offer, right? Like, and yeah. okay, maybe the Jets. The, okay, the we'll give you a first and a second. In that's a what I was gonna say. That's the floor that they want for the negotiation. Yeah. And then you know what I'm saying. And then and then here comes the Raiders. The Raiders will be even stupider. You know what? Here's multiple first rounds and a yeah. third and a fifth or something. Yeah. And they're like, okay, done. That's you. And then they go and trade for fucking Lamar Jackson, the Jets. Right. You know I mean? That's something else that yeah. we heard may happen. And I mean, these are two teams, though, that are kind of, I mean, I don't know if the Raiders are a QB away. I mean, the Jets seem like a little bit closer to a QB away, but. If you're pairing up Rodgers and Adams, you know, that bring that almost trumps whatever drama they have on their defense, if they can add more pieces. And you demand, Dennis, thanks for getting in the super chat, bro. I just don't think that, like, the Raiders are – it's really just Devontae Adams. That's the only thing I think why – and, yeah, they got a decent run game, and but nothing is going to last over there. Right. It's like, it's almost screams one year. And I feel like McDaniels being that he's like a Belichick disciple, probably just goes after Jimmy, bro. (laughs) And I think the Jets are going to do, you want to Okay. I think the Jets are going to be like the Browns. And and one piece of the news literally was, I mean, according to the sources, you know, out there, the, the Raiders, I mean, that is their most likely spot for landing spot for Jimmy. Yeah. Your key, I don't know what you're doing with it, big So, yeah, we're definitely, uh, we're definitely knowing it's going to be, it's going to be one of those two, and we'll kind of see which domino falls first. It's probably going to be Aaron Rodgers because uh, the trades can start happening before free agency signings can happen. I wonder how many playoff wins Jimmy has in relation to Aaron Rodgers. 
<laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers has a bunch of playoff wins. Just yeah, uh, I know, but I'm wondering how far Jimmy is off from him. I mean, he doesn't really have any playoff wins with the Patriots, so no. I'm just saying, like he got them all with the Niners, but I'm just saying, I wonder how many he has. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's see. And all right, <laughs> here was the part that I really wanted to get to before we get into some of the rest of the news, though, because, man, this was funny as hell. Did you guys see the back and forth on Twitter with, with Juju, with AJ Brown, with <laughs> CJ Gardner-Johnson? And uh, let's see. Let me pull this up here because this shit is hilarious. Kids, man. So it started off with, I know you guys saw those Valentine's Day, those memes. Valentine's Day memes. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, let's see. Or wait. Was the, why don't I have this up here? Okay. Well, the first meme was, it was Juju saying happy Valentine's Day is what happened. And then he posted, he reposted the, the, what's it called? The, he reposted the picture from the meme, the one of James Bradbury saying, hold you all the right times. <laughs> and, and then, a, and then AJ Brown clap, claps back. He said, first off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. <laughs> you was on the way out of the league before Mahomes restructured your one-year deal. TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you and don't act like, and don't act like, don't act like you're like that ever was or something, but congrats again. I bet you AJ will beat the fuck out of him, though. <laughs> and, and then CJ Gardner-Johnson comes into the mix and he said, I got more INTs than you had TDs, bro. Maybe I should change to wide receiver. <laughs> wow. Who said this, Slay? No, Gardner-Johnson. Oh, Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, he got hella picks. Yeah, because <laughs> Juju's listen. You know what's crazy is people forget about Juju because like Juju, he, he, Juju's kind of fugazi. Yeah, because it's like he was always the opposite Antonio Brown doing these numbers, uh -huh. right? Uh huh. And then there's no Brown. He don't do numbers like that, and he's not good as a number one. He's best in the slot. And you know, when you get, when you, by the time you get to an Andy Reid, he knows what you're good at. Okay. You're the slot guy. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and you know, what's funny too, you come to that organization, you can't be loud like that. Yeah. You ain't doing no fucking dances. You ain't fuck all that. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, I'm glad, you know, I bet you Mike Tomlin didn't bring back Juju because he was like, listen, man, we got Claypool over here. You're corrupting another young talent he remember he used to have claypool filming him right exactly <laughs> like this motherfucker <laughs> claypool was a rookie he's like hey come on man follow me you're gonna do this him in trouble with him, you know what i mean <laughs> stop crashing into the table please and and then oh mahomes so this tweet since got deleted but patrick mahomes he comes out and is like that man just must be bored and then aj brown said he called you and told on me sounds about right yeah y'all got it <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, that, I, I love that mahomes is like he's like fuck that you know because <laughs> normally you're not you're a quarterback you're not supposed to be dabbling in these type of bullshit you know what i mean yeah so 
that that shit was super funny. I mean, who knows the next time that these two teams will really play each other unless they like we play next year. <laughs> oh no way. That's fucking hilarious. So because of the rotation. The NFC the AFC West is playing the NFC East next year. You know what I mean? That's fucking hilarious. It's so. a rotation that never stops. So the NFC, we go clockwise, the AFC goes counterclockwise. You know what I mean? So I guess they do have to sign CJ Gardner Johnson. I mean, AJ Brown, we know will be there. And I guess Juju still would have to sign with the Chiefs for a storyline to be written, you know, already. We Couple dominoes need to fall, but this shit would be funny if Juju does resign there. DJ Gardner Johnson resigns there, and then they play each other next year. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, there's rumors the Niners are looking at CJ GJ, and we're also looking at Hargrave and or Deron Payne, right from Washington. Like, there's yeah, we're, we're, I'm, I'm telling you, we're gonna try to. We're the Niners are gonna get more. It sucks that we weren't this aggressive before, but. We're, we've been more aggressive every year, but I, I, we're going to make more pushes this year. Because they watch the show, man. I've been getting on them too much about like, man, good. guys are never going to win if you don't fucking go for it. If you're always shooting, if you're always playing for the future, how are you ever going to win in the now? It's always how it goes. You don't even have a team. Don't speak on mine. <laughs> <laughs> you left your team. <laughs> no, I didn't leave them. I kicked their bitch asses to the curb. <laughs> you kicked them right out of San Diego. <laughs> now, here's a couple other pieces of, of news. Here is one that I saw I was a little bit not confused by, but I guess we, I mean, at least I was a little bit right about this, not thinking that the Bears were really behind fields because now multiple GMs came away from the Senior Bowl thinking that Justin Fields might be traded. Shit, I might have been spending, spreading a lot of those rumors. Because you know I, mean? <laughs> I was. like, I mean, like, wouldn't you really like Stroud and or Young? Probably be Stroud. You know what I mean? Like, you could move on from Justin Fields. It's a new regime. That's really all I'm basing it on. Because I think that they, I mean, I said this before and I'll say it again. I think they could get more for Fields right now, at least based off of what he did, than they could for the one-on-one. I mean, not because not everyone's gonna want one on one, but a lot of say, like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. They're talking about Carolina, you know yep. what I mean? Carolina could be interested, and like, you know, this would just be like, you know, a team that wouldn't have they got a top 10 pick, is what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I think Justin Fields, I think, uh, it's interesting. I think whatever team that trades for them, they're in a, they're in the same predicament. Yeah, as Chicago. Because yeah. then, like, they're not ready to win now. Like, they got to build a little bit. Not even close yeah. to ready. I mean, but you know, but I'm pretty sure whatever team that trades for Justin Fields, if he does get traded, they're better than Chicago immediately. Right. For sure. Chicago ain't got nothing over there, bro. You know what I mean? Right. And going into his third year, the learning he's already had the biggest learning curve. You know, out of a lot of rookies in his rookie year, and I still think, you know, the I mean, he wasn't all the way there, but I mean, he was showing that the game was slowing down for him a little bit because he had his spurts of being really solid out there with, with nobody to throw to. That was another thing. And then I forgot to mention this about Lamar. So I mean, two of the reasons why Lamar is super pissed—they're over a hundred million apart 
in the negotiations. Wow. And uh, that's not new. We mentioned that before. And that they did not fully integrate Jackson in the whole hiring process for their OC. So he already doesn't feel like he's a franchise quarterback. And they're hiring a college dude, right? I think so. I mean, what was the OC from Georgia? Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, and, when the, and the craziest thing that I read during this whole thing was that the Falcons are like seem like they would get the most aggressive with trying to acquire him. I mean, yeah, because the fucking Falcons suck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, of course, I, and you probably have a lot to offer, including a high first round pick. You know what I mean? I mean, it's probably going to be all picks. Yeah, well, no, that's what I'm saying though. Is like yeah. you, your baseline being a high. Top five. Well, what are they? Four, fourth overall? Yeah, this year? Let me check. Yeah, dude. Which one do you want? Go ahead. So, uh, the Colts are fourth. They're eighth. But either way, yeah. top, 10, top though. ten. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, that plus two other firsts. I mean, I don't really know what else they'd do besides that. But, I mean, for sure. I mean, I would just assume it would be something like three firsts. For Lamar's caliber, and we know they're not going to trade him in the AFC. Like that, nobody's going to no. do that. And unless, like, and <clears throat> see, but the Jets they trump that because I'm they have okay, they have the guy. Hold on, son. I Let got, me. You're trying to hand it to me. That's not going to work like that. Here, thank you. They, uh, they have their GM was part of the staff that drafted Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's still got to be Baltimore, like, having the balls to trade him in her conference. I think I'm, if I'm Baltimore, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like we're, it's strategic. Let me implant Jackson into this division. And because uh, that sort of division can cannibalize itself because that division has two in a high-powered offense. It has Josh Allen, one of the best keepers in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, potentially. But, but also, like I said, that it's because they have. It's because hold on, dude. It's because they got the GM that came from Baltimore. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's up, dude? Yeah, we'll see who would pay more because I think that's what it, a lot of it will come down to. Who is gonna play more? And let's see. And uh, and shout out to Crispy. It's so funny. I was wondering. I was like, who the hell is trolling on Facebook? And it was crispy. He said, worst show ever, LOL. <laughs> All right, let's see. Some other news that we got. Jordan Poyer, he's expected to be the franchise tag for the Bills. I mean, that's if they can't come to a long-term deal. I mean, it's tough because he wants big money, but, like, he's getting long in the tooth. And, like, that's, I mean. Man, he will straight up go to the Chiefs or to the Bengals. For real. It'd be wild. Yeah. I mean, that's why, I mean, they're going to tag him if nothing else. So then it'd be a trade, but we shall see what happens. Two more pieces on the players. So Jalen Hurts extension is supposed to be north of 45 mil per year. And that's kind of just the starting point. So I'm curious how much of the bank gets broken on him and the cash over cap and all that as well. He'll be jumping up to like the 250 range. Like the, the Kyler, what's it called? The Kyler Watson range now uh, watson Kyler's not nowhere near kyler's guarantee is like 150 you know what i mean if, if i remember correctly you know what I'm oh well, well are you talking to, well we talking the total number no guaranteed 
Yeah, well, I mean, I, I every time I just talk about it, I mean, I'm just used to it. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it'll probably be like 250, and then like you know, what I mean, maybe he gets close to like 180 guaranteed. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He's still not like these. They're careful with those mobile QBs. That's why Lamar Jackson's having so much fucking trouble right now. And like you know, what I mean, like I mean, Josh Allen's white. He just got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just gave it. They just gave it to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, he's a mobile QB. You know what I mean? Yeah. And whether Kyler gets his full contract or not, I mean, 230 mil is what his contract is. That's the guarantees? I don't know, but, I mean, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. that's the, that's oh, the total that's contract. Watson. Yeah, but Watson's got that fully guaranteed thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the big difference, I think. See, and, like, you know, see, Watson, too, that's just because it was a bad organization, right, that, that did this. Like, Atlanta will be the ones that pay Lamar, like, 250, you know, 200 guaranteed some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I want to see Lamar get paid, too. It sucks, man, because it's like, here's a guy, like, they try to say, oh, he should be a receiver. And then he goes out and he's an MVP. And yeah. Like, and, now and even if it's only Drake London and Kyle Pitts there, you know, I mean, hopefully if he does go there, they get more pieces than that. I mean, that's still more than what they had over there in Baltimore to start. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's a wide open division, bro. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's another good thing too. Like you could pencil him in for the, you know, what's crazy is like, I don't know why aren't other teams thinking like this, like Tampa Bay, like, oh, you're just going to be bad for years again. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how bad were they for hella years before they got Jameis Winston? And they didn't even they, they didn't even get into the playoffs at all with Jameis. They only got close. Yeah, what well, was when did they get him? Like 14 or 15? 2015. Yeah, so I mean, what, 2002? Yeah, <laughs> like, say, when they, when they until then. <laughs> I don't remember them being anywhere good, like, along the way oh, after that. No, they have Chris Sims. Yeah, there's a lot I of nobodies. Chris. I hate Chris Sims. But yeah, so whack. Jameis goes there. I mean, yeah, they didn't make the playoffs like you said, but definitely changes things around. Then had that 5,000-yard mm-hmm. passing season, and Mike Evans was there, and who the fuck else? I guess I'm yeah, thinking Mike of like Vincent, Jack- Vincent Jackson Evans. went there somewhere along the way also, right? He was there in the beginning. Uh-huh. Like, uh, well, no, I think Vincent Jackson already was done by the time Jameis was there. Okay, I couldn't remember I, one of correctly. Because I thought him and Evans played together one year. Yeah, Evans came in 2014. Evans was... Oh, it was when Evans was a rookie. Yeah, and then the thing they have, Mike Glennon. Right. Mike <laughs> Glennon throwing the ball, and that was Dirk Cutter's first year. So, actually, so yeah, I knew, okay, so I knew I was right. So, Vincent Jackson played until 2016 on the books. Okay, did he, but did he play at all? <laughs> I have no fucking... I know. Yeah, sure we played at least a game each year, but let's go back and check. Yeah, because I don't even remember that. I know he was around with Mike Evans for sure, but damn, that's because crazy. he was a bitch ass Chargers player. But um, yeah, so it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah he got hurt both of those years. One year he had five forty, the other one he had one hundred and seventy three yards. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. See, yeah, it was the three years before twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. Those are the ones where he was like. A fantasy rock star those years. I'm trying to remember who else they had over there. They had something Russell. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Uh-uh. And what, which <laughs> year? Russell. He was a receiver, but it was the 2015 or 16 year. 
I just remember like, cause Jay, maybe even 2017. Cause it was like, Jameis was like slinging it, bro. Yeah. You know like Jameis was fucking slinging it. Like I, I fell in love with Jameis for fantasy purposes early on. I was like, oh, this kid's a dumbass. You know what I mean? Like Russell Shepard, that's who it was. There it is. The Shep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember him because I know he was part of one of those times. He was part of one of those lineups I won on DraftKings. Yeah. It was just like him and Cameron Meredith and fucking, you know what I mean? Chris Hogan. And I'm like, just finding all these guys to jam in there while I could, so, so they could, I could afford all the big running backs. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's for sure. And, and Channel 89 said, trade Lamar to Nola. See, that's what's crazy is, I mean, they, I don't know, is why wouldn't New Orleans be in the sweepstakes, you know, for that? Yeah, I'm just saying, I know they we don't haven't have, heard anything. They don't have, I mean, well, what's their picks looking like? Because I know the Eagles already came through and raped them, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, because what did they trade when they traded away, like when they made that trade with the Eagles? I know they traded away. I know, man, they did a lot of things with the Eagles. Yeah, it was like two trades that they did, right? Yeah, because one was like the first round. There was like yeah, a they first only, round. Yeah, they have, they have a 29th and the 40th and the 71st. They have seven picks, but two of them are in the seventh round. Two of them are in the fifth. But they got the one, they got the Eagles. Oh, no, who's first round? Actually, pick they have eight. Actually, they have eight. So they got uh, Miami's, they got Miami's first round pick. Yeah, and it's from Denver. Yeah, they got it from Denver, yep. Yeah. And that was from the Sean Payton trade. Right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so crazy is because my Niners are getting compensatory picks. Uh-huh. For uh, you know, one of our coordinators getting hired and he be, him being a non-white, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, we're gonna part. Like, we're, like we're about to make another move, right? Like, we're doing something. Let's see it. Shout out to Dennis. He said, "Support the 420 crew and sign up for the T-shirt of the month club, exclusive to the 420 crew members. 420crew.com. Go sign up. It's either forty or forty-five dollars, depending on what size you are." And it's going to be new collabs every single month from me and Peacock. We're actually working on a bunch right now. And trust me, they are going to be fire. You do not want to miss out. And the first per or the next person, how about that? Not the first person, but the next person to sign up is going to get 420 entries in to the Ricky Williams jersey raffle that we do. So, yeah, do not miss out. Do not miss out. And Titan said, check your DMs, Bogey. Oh, man. Dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight. Which league? I'll find it. <laughs> he said, check your DMs is what he said. And, okay, last piece on player news, and then we'll get into a little bit of coaching news, and then we're going to get up out of here. Jalen Ramsey was spotted wearing a sling in his recent Instagram post. And well, yeah, I mean, he was said to get a surgery. He had, like, a torn labrum or something. Uh-huh. So and, uh, and then the other piece of news that I saw involving Jalen Ramsey is that the Steelers are looking to make a move to acquire Jalen Ramsey and they're willing to throw in as much as a first rounder. Wow. That's a trade that happens on draft day. <laughs> right? <laughs> because, you know, there's got to be somebody that the Rams are looking at. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do the Steelers got? Like a team pick? 
That's got to be because they were still like kind of in contention for the. For the uh, they're middle of the pack, yes. Yeah, so they're like they might even be like nine, eighteen, or nineteen or something like that. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, I was close. Damn, they won four games to finish the season. <laughs> yeah, Matt right? didn't win all those. So what their draft pick would actually be? Hey, Mike Tomlin will never. Fuck it, man. I don't ever want to see him have a losing season. Always five hundred or better. Yep. Hell yeah. Now it's harder now that it's a seventeen game season. I guess you have to be above you yeah, you can't. Yeah. Yep. Hey, you feel me? You don't fuck around, bro. That's why you oh, want yeah. Ramsey. Oh no! Titan said he got two trades and five needing to needing to push through. Oh man! All right, this is Titans trade watch. Right Titans here. is on fire right now. Oh. Damn, my phone's my other phone's dead. I gotta charge it now. I'm curious to see what he's what is this Titans trying to do here. Wow. Traded boy Ola Kuhn away, you asshole, dude. Trades him away for the 2.07. Titans, what are you smoking, bro? Like, <laughs> what are you smoking over there, dude? I'm not in the five, so I have no say in this. No, this is the 14. Oh, Who did he trade him to? To Guccini. Man, Titans, Guccini. <laughs> Man, I would have given up a first rounder for Foy Olakun as much. I wouldn't have done it with you though, because then I just would have been killing them. But you're crazy, dude. Trading him away for the 2.07. Man, that is a big time. I mean, unless he literally gets injured for the season because you traded him away. I mean, who the hell are you gonna get with the 2.07 that's gonna replace the linebacker that scored the most points in the last two seasons? Come you know what? I like, I, I like my Titans. <laughs> I, keep it up, Rick, because you know what I'm saying? Okay, go over there. Yeah, and why wouldn't you shop that around more? Like, I mean, man, that's just, that's wild, man. I mean, if Foyo Lacoon wasn't like the number one, literally the number one IDP scorer over the last two years. <laughs> He's 27 years old, 28. <laughs> You're crazy, dude. I like it. <laughs> I don't be one of these guys who trades away all your good shit for nothing and then just quits like Anthony did. Because that's what he did, trying to build for the future and then realized how much he fucked up by trading away good players for nothing, damn near. Come on, oh, Titans. Don't do it to yourself, bro. Like, you're doing it to yourself right now. I like how Titans get out, bro. He's a savage. <laughs> <laughs> well i just i i mean it just lowers the value of i mean i guess not because I, I don't know if idp does it but i mean i don't know that 2.7 was hella valuable you know at that point like to be able to get foyo lacoon fuck yeah but how many other two you know mid how many other mid second round picks are going to be able to warrant like anything close to that you know that's what's crazy so yeah, Titans, you're crazy, dude. I don't even know who the hell. Well, I mean, be like a wide receiver or something. I mean, you could go for one of the top IDP guys there, but no guarantee they're gonna be Foy Olakun. And Titan Derek, he's uh, Titans for life is what uh, he's not in the he's not in the 18 though. But Titans for life is is his handle. And Titans, you do what you got to do. I mean, it's a, <laughs> you paid your money like everybody else, but I'm always going to be very critical of the trade. And it's not because I wasn't involved either, because I probably wouldn't be trading with you anyways, like I said, because you just know how to kill these guys good. <laughs> 
All right, let's see. Coach News. Eric Bieniemy getting interviewed by the Commandos. Rex Ryan. He's emerged as the top candidate for the Broncos DC position. That'd be pretty wild if he ends up going over there. They they are expected to interview Vance Joseph as well. But that would be crazy if if he ended up getting if Rex Ryan ended up getting the job over there. Yeah, I mean, I think Rex Ryan's pedigree war and the fact that he's willing to come back out for a Sean Payton because he has right. a good gig on TV. You know what I mean? People yeah. love Rex Ryan. Like, yeah, personality, but I'm sure being I'm sure being doing color color commentary or whatever the hell you call it, TV anchor, but, whatever but the fuck is like Sean way less stressful than being a DC. Sean Payne's a real serious cat, and I think like Sean Payne's serious about bringing in Ryan Rex Ryan. Yeah, let's go, son. If he's serious about bringing in Rex Ryan, he's like, he, he, this is why he's bringing in Vance Joseph to, as well, like making a competition. Like, hey man, I'm not just handing you this job. And Vance right, Joseph, right. I mean. He's the former head coach as well. He was kind of a lame duck coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, For sure. Product of, of Zimmer, of Zimmerman. You yep. know what I'm saying? And, and uh, the Eagles, in addition to the Broncos, the Eagles are interviewing Vance Joseph as well. For the D- I mean, they got to fill both their coordinators. Uh, they're expected yeah. that their QB coach from last year. Yeah, Johnson. Uh, yeah, Brian Johnson is supposed yeah. to be the team's next OC. And he's a black dude, too. Okay. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's just a good look for the league. You know what I mean? Get these, yeah. get those colored up, bro. You know what I mean? These are the more, these are the innovative minds that the white folks be ripping off. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I to say, man, it's just, it goes down like that. You know what I mean? And uh, I had to mention Jim Bob Cooter, who's being interviewed uh, by the Jaguars <laughs> for the I OC. Like that, bro. <laughs> but what were they interviewing for? The OC job? For the OC, yeah. Okay, that's awesome because I fuck with Jim Bob Cooter, bro. Like he's a uh, we love if he gets hired, we love that for Travis Etienne because yeah. like Jim more of Bob a running, a, more of a running style, right? Well, he's gonna throw at the running back. Oh, okay, okay. I mean Theo Riddick, what did he have? Like eighty? How many receptions did Theo Riddick have? Like sixty a year those years? Yeah, shitload. Yeah, yeah. He was like pass catching back that you could always have. Yeah. Let's smoke it up, Marty. Yeah, he says off work finally. Let's go. Yeah, here, come over here, son. Tino said we need more Asian coaches. <laughs> I mean, it's probably, it's probably going to start with more Asian football players first because. Hey, man, the, the, that new win was so legendary. He was the other... <laughs> I mean, I guess we've had a lot, like, we've had a lot of halflings, you know what I mean? Like, there, I mean, Josh Jacobs is like half Filipino. Yeah. Cameron Bynum, half Filipino, safety. Yeah. From- Tino said, "Shout out to Dat." <laughs> right? Hey, listen, growing up, everybody knows a Dat Nguyen. If you're amongst any kind of like around any Asian culture, yeah, you definitely know a Dat well, Nguyen. Well, I mean Vietnamese though, specifically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Dat Nguyen was the shit, bro. Yeah. And that's what that's a real. He was a local kid too. I think he was from Texas. Like you know, that's when you know that's a real corn fed, bro. Eating just corn all day, literally. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The one thing I wanted to shout out at least once is what these franchise tags are going to cost for for all these teams. Because the franchise tags, when the hell is it? Is it the 21st or the 27th? One of the two. (laughs) It starts in February, though. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, when, it and goes up. when you can start tagging the players. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's within two weeks. I know that for sure. Not sure the exact date. So to franchise tag a QB this year, you're looking at 32 mil. Running back is going to be 10 mil. What? Tight end, 11.3. What? Wide receiver, 19.74. Why is it going down? Because people are restructuring. Uh, changes it changes things around. O lineman 18.2. DT's hella high 18.9. Defensive ends hella high 19.7. Linebackers 20.9. That looks like I mean highest besides besides the quarterback, thanks to guys like Roquan. And cornerback 18 and safety 14.4. And Tino said the franchise tags are cheap this year. The cap goes up this year. Yeah, for sure. A lot of things, a lot of things changing around with the cap and we're going to have a lot of big signings and uh, paying attention to the cash over cap is, is going to be a big thing. Yep. Tino said 20, 225 mil in 2023. And what's that up? What'd we say? It's up like 18 million or something like that from last year. But yeah, so we're going to see that. I mean, that's really the first piece of like real news of what we're going to have. And that's going to be the franchise tag signees. And let's see when, when that is. Let's see. The deadline to apply is March 7th. So you have to nominate your player by March 7th. And the window, and that's when you have to place the tag. And uh, the window opens up February 21st. So I was right with my first thought. It is February 21st. So next week, we will be we'll be seeing a lot of the tags coming out. Yeah, and they don't gotta sign. They don't gotta sign those tags till like June. Right. Yeah, like the player at least. No, right. Exactly. Yeah, they got time to do it. That's for sure. And, uh, and Waver said, do you count? It says Polly. I'm assuming Palomalo. He said, because there's a good number. What, do I count as Asian? That's, that's what I'm assuming. That's no, because he's an islander. Yeah, he's a Pacific islander, right? Pacific islander, like Filipinos are. And it's a long-standing argument because Filipinos fall under the Asian monarchy. And there's nothing uh-huh. wrong with that. But my point is that we're islanders. We're Pacific islanders. So I don't, you know what I mean? It's kind of confusing. Right. Okay. Thank you, sir. That's for sure. All right. Damn it. Spilled some ash on the desk, but lucky I got I got this little desk, this little desk vacuum, and it's awesome. All right. Let's see. And okay, I think yeah, I think that's gonna be it. And if you're in the Hustler Dynasty 17, the one that we are drafting first, make sure that you are back here tonight, five West Coast time. Yeah, it's going to be really dope. We're going to be doing the first derby draft of the season. And if you're in any of the other Hustler Dynasty Leagues or you plan on being, make sure you come and just check out how this whole process works because I'm going to be doing a lot of explaining about the Dynasty Leagues in this video. That's for sure. And PB and Waver said, I'm surprised LB is so high and DE used to be the pinnacle for the tag. For sure. I mean, I think it's... Don't be surprised. I mean, guys like Nick Bosa... You know, who, I mean, mean, there's guys out there who need to get paid and kind of reset the market a little bit. I mean, and then it's, it's going up for sure. But 
yeah, it's kind of this time right now where I think they were waiting for the, I mean, this is, I think the biggest jump in the cap over the next couple of years, but it's just going to keep going, you know, up and up for the next few years as the, the TV rights kick in more. Sounds good, Dan. I'm going to get the link to you tomorrow morning. He said, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. Line up tomorrow. Sounds good, bro. Where's Dan, where's Dan from? New Hampshire. Yeah, he, he did shout it out earlier. So he said just north of Boston. Nice. So he's from New England. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And Tino, no. Well, this is for the number 17. So not the one that you're in the number 19. That is going to be... We're going to be doing that one in a few weeks, but this is the Derby draft order tonight. So what that is, is we do the hundred yard virtual dash. And then based on that order, whoever's number one, they get to pick whatever spot they want to draft out of. And the reason we do this is because there's a third round reversal. So if you have the first pick overall, you got the number one pick, but then you got the last pick in the second round. And then you have the last pick in the third round. If you have the 12th pick, which is the last pick in the first round, you got the first pick in the second round, first pick in the third round. So the third, the number 12 team is the only team that has three picks inside the top 25, 35. Usually it's the number one team, but this is kind of how we don't let one team get hella, hella stacked in a dynasty. My favorite teams still are the ones that I've built from the beginning of the draft. Because it just feels so nice to lock down one of them QBs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know a lot. There's a lot of teams that are going into year two this year, and they have like you know Cousins and Fields, and you know what I mean. They have those yeah. those mid round quarterback, and they're feeling good right now. You know what I mean? Definitely. I'm still always gonna feel better when I have a Josh Allen or a fucking Mahomes or a fucking. Because really, no matter what, I mean, you're hoping that your top two, three, four picks, at least that they raise in value. You know, I mean, guys like Hurts, Cousins, I mean, they're for sure raising That's why you don't get a running back, stupid fucks. (laughs) Don't get a running back in the first round. Second round even. Because they just have the shortest shelf life. Hey, there's going to be a motherfucker. He's going to feel real good when he ends up with like Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. He's going to be like, oh, it's tripping. Yeah, let's hope that works out for him immediately. Yeah. Because those things don't last too long. There's nothing wrong with having those guys. It's just, for me, when I'm doing a startup, that's how I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Dennis said, you still have any orphan teams? Yeah, there's two available as of now. One's in the number three, and one's in the number five. And the other ones have already been taken. So I think there was like, I think there was six initially, and, uh, and a couple of them got swooped up right away. And Tino said, zero is my hero journey. (laughs) I mean, in Dynasty, I mean, there's, I mean, if you're ever going to do it, it's in Dynasty. I mean, that's for sure. Zero RB? Yeah. I do it every time. The only time I've took a running back early in one of those leagues was I took Najee Harris, but it was his rookie year. And I was pick number 11. So I went, I had my one, two turnaround picks. And then at the end of, I was early in the third and Najee was there. You know what I mean? Right. It's the only right. time I've ever took a running back in the first three rounds in any of these structures. It's because, like, there's going to be running backs that come and go. Those yeah. receivers, they don't come and go like that. Even the younger receivers, you want to see them develop. Look at how different it is from year one to two with some of these receivers. Last Two years ago. In the well, start- one, off, 
people were pouring up Elijah Moore, bro. Last year, oh, startup. Yeah. Yeah. Elijah Moore. Now we're expecting Elijah Moore to have a second year step. And right. It didn't work out. You know what I mean? But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it, there's yeah. going to be guys like that. I'll tell you one that I'll tell you one that really hurt me when I was doing a startup. I don't remember who my number one running back was, but this is two years ago. So 2021, right? Yeah. Two, yeah. Two seasons ago. And I picked fucking Raheem Mostert as my number two RB. And I really kept it like thin at RB and him literally going down in like the first quarter of the first week. Like, man, I haven't recovered ever since. Like I'm still like working to like recover on this. So it don't, was crazy don't, when I, don't punt a position when you do zero yeah. RB for anybody. And, new. <laughs> and in my, oh, cool. In my early dynasty. Yeah, and Marty said, oof. Yeah, exactly. I'm still recovering two years later, trying to rebuild this team into something better. <laughs> like my early strategies was like, okay. Like in that startup, the league seven, this is in the 2021 off season. I go, and I have Najee, and then I get, I go and I get, what was his name? Trey Sermon. Remember that? Yeah. And then I go, and I, I'm not done yet, though, because later on, I'm going to grab Mostert. And then <laughs> way later, like round 40 or 30-something, I grab Elijah Mitchell. I just have yeah. the entire backfield. But then there was some dickhead who took Jeff Wilson. So it was <laughs> the one I didn't have, right? But then it was like, because I'm thinking, this is how you should move in Dynasty. Yeah, I, at least you have all the at least you have all the options. And everyone died, and I had Mitchell. So it, it <laughs> and sermon never became a thing. It was just funny how that worked out for me, but I really only had Najee and whoever was that starter. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Cause I so I was still thin, you know what I mean? Yeah. And one thing yeah. that I've told a lot of people, including Bogey, I really feel like in, in this type of league, there's 19 starters in this league. I feel like if your RB2 is kind of whatever, I mean, you can still win. I mean, it's just one spot. So it's not like a re it's not like a single QB redraft where you need to be stacked at your top two RBs. I will say though, with these structures, I could look across the look look across my matchup and be like, I'm about to fuck him up. <laughs> and there'll be some other times I look across and be like, oh shit, this motherfucker. Stack, he about to get me. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, you're building a killer or not. And, like, you can't just sit on your hands because there's pockets that you can get active. Like, for example, when you're making a playoff push, there's going to be other guys that's trying to do that, too. Then there's yeah. going to be the other guys that aren't in it, and they're trying to – and then the they're helping people. Yeah, they're helping people get this playoff push. And you're over there. You just get players for cheap. You know what yeah. I mean? So all of a sudden, like, it's just – these are so – it's so much fun. That's why I'm glad. Like, like, we had three new ones. I'm in two out of three of these yeah. new ones. Yeah. And the only reason and, I'm not uh, in the other ones because I can't. Man, they're, not, they're denying me. <laughs> you know who? You know whose pick? You know whose pick it was that he, that Guccini traded away? It was yours. <laughs> he traded away your pick for Foyo. So, so it's like a two eight. Yeah. It was two seven. Two seven. Okay. Yeah. Would you trade okay. Guccini, or what did you like move that pick away for? Do you remember? Because it could have been last year. Yeah. I don't know if it was last year or this year. Or what. Uh, I'm pretty sure he traded away my pick that I traded. Josh, it was Josh. I sent him Trey Lance, AJ Dillon, that second rounder. I brought back okay. Josh Allen. Whew. Insane. 
listen, motherfuckers like to get active. We're going to get active, B. You know what I mean? Like, and you know what was crazy is Josh Allen was never even in no conversation. They just, do you remember that week? I was like, I'm about to get Josh Allen everywhere, bro. Like, that was the second league that year. I mean, that week, I traded, one of them was a single QB league. Uh-huh. But still, it was like, I'm about to get me Josh Allen. I just get in these pockets. You know what I mean? This week, I told myself, I'm about to get me Cooper Cup, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to get me Cooper Cup everywhere that people don't like him right now. I'm about to, there's, there's certain pockets, right? We're in a funny pocket right now in Dynasty Leagues. Because right now, like, people should just sit on their hands and not make too many rash moves. But people are getting active. So I'm trying to see what kind of, how over, how, you know, reactionary people are to what just, what just happened. You know what I mean? This, and yeah. as in the season that just happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, we got to make a play on how people view these motherfuckers. Like, people don't like Cooper Cup right now. That's you know what I mean? What? Oh, man. Okay. Savage. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to get the hell up out of here, but make sure you guys come back tonight. It is going to be super fun. And one of the fun parts of these drafts is getting to draft your characters that's going to represent your squad. And it doesn't make a difference in your team other than shit talking. But this one is going to be a WWF, a WWF theme league. So we're going to be doing drafting wrestlers. And I'm excited. I'm excited. Hold on, Mimi. You have this perfect timing. The baby's waking up. There we go. Perfect. Let's get the hell up out of here. We'll see you guys back here in like two and a half hours. Peace out. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co.